Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds Show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases. My one and only goal is to do these things for the Lord, and that is to exhibit Him, to put my Lord on display to show you what I see in him. I want to expose him for who he is, which is the awesome power he possesses. His pure greatness with a capital G because he's the almighty, powerful, living God. Not that fake, dead little G God who can't do anything for you. This God, my God, his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful, wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind, his enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest savings power of, you got to join me. I do this every week. I love doing it. You should love when I do it. Come on. As I introduce to some and welcome my Lord in majesty, who is the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore, the author and finisher of my faith, my champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death, the only one who is the way, the truth, and the light, and that no man can come to the Father but through him, the reason why he sacrificed his life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for my King. Come on, Jesus Christ, the Savior of this world. Woo, hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. So if you haven't given him a praise for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment, give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him because I'm going to praise him too. <laughs> Wonderful God. All day I've been alive. All day I've been breathing. All day I've been walking. All day I've been seeing. And you know why? Because it, it's because of God. It's because of him who gave me life in the first place, who gave me mercy since this morning. New mercies. New mercies. <laughs> Uh, once again, welcome to the Planting the Seeds Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Father, it's a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day just to be able to come to you and say, Lord, we thank you. It's a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day just being able to say, you are the reason, you are the cause that we are here and still breathing and still be able to function as human beings, Lord. Father, we're not in a hospital. We're not being rushed in an ambulance, Lord. We're not being arrested, taken to jail, sitting in a jail cell and in solitary confinement, Lord Jesus. We're not on the phone about to call 911, Father. And it's all because of you, Lord Jesus. We had a wonderful day, a wonderful 
or dinner, a wonderful breakfast. We still can drink water through our mouths. We don't have no tubes down our throats. Father, I am so excited because it's because of you. <laughs> it's because of you. And Father, that you you said no weapon formed against us shall prosper. That's why we bind the hand of Satan right now because he's not wanted here. We knock his block off in the name of Jesus. Yes, you gave us the power to do that. We knock him in the dirt in the name of Jesus. This is the power that you gave us. Father, and this is the power that we use when we fight against the, the enemy. Your name, your blood, in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. And we thank you because you will be the only superstar that will be uplifted on this year's show because you deserve it all. You the one that went to Calvary. You the one that paid the price. So, Father, you get all the glory. All the glory is yours. Hallelujah. And we praise your name. In your mighty name, matchless, extraordinary, perfect, terrific name we pray. Amen. And amen, 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 amen. Oh, I think by now y'all know I, I love the Lord. Y'all know I love him. I love him for his mighty acts. I just, I just love him because he loved me. <laughs> I love him because he loved me. He took the time out and he saved me. <laughs> he was like, come here, James Lamb. Come here. Come here, James Lamb the third. I love you with his everlasting love. I'm going to wash you up in my blood and I'm going to clean you up and I'm going to put you on a new path because that path that you was on was going nowhere. So I'm going to put you on a purposeful path and I'm grateful and I'm grateful. <laughs> once, let me read it again. Once again, once every week, Lamentations 3, 22, 23, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And you know when he when he pressed that reset button and 12 o'clock comes and that reset button, you gotta say, Thank you, Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. Because the day might have been going real crazy, might have been going real bad. But then when you make it through another day and you was like, oh, like that song says, today's a new day. And you can start all over. Problems might be there, still there, but they might be a little lighter because you can still trust in God. Mm. Yes, God is, he's amazing. He is amazing. He is amazing. So let me start off today, my show. It's called Paid Off. Paid off. And uh, I'm going straight to Romans 6.23. It says, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let me do that again. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And getting paid for your work, that's wages. Yeah. The burdens of sin is going to cause the termination of life. The joys of sin will bring 
destruction. That's the wages of sin. Yeah, you think you doing your thing. You think you having a good time. Lit, turning it up. Man, you doing your thing. And the wages of you gotta get paid for that. And the pay the pay for that is death. The pay for sin is death. You know? But the gift of God is eternal life. Now, when I looked in the, the dictionary, wages, wage is a fixed regular payment, typically paid on a daily or weekly basis, made by an employer to a employee, manual or unskilled worker, an employer to an employee. So if it's the wages of sin. Who do you work for? Your employer is the devil, is the enemy. Because if you're working for sin, you're working for the devil. Right? Let that sink in. Right? But the gift of God is eternal life. So that means you don't work for that employer, which is the devil, no more, if you receive the gift of God. Or go back to wages. Money that is paid by an employer to an employee in exchange for work. Who? Are you doing the work of the enemy or are you doing the work for the Lord? Wow, let that sink in for a little bit, right? And then it's usually paid by the hour or you paid by a day or paid by a life. Because if you work for sin, you're going to die. That's the only pay for sin is death, right? So, so you figure, hmm, should I change employees, employers? <laughs> because what's, uh, what type of pay you want? What do you want to put in your bank account? You want the bank account of Heaven or the bank account of this world where the moth and the rust and the rot is going to get it and tear it up. You want to put your worth, your money into cars. Yeah, nice car. Yeah, nice homes. Yeah, nice this, nice clothes. Yeah. But then if you should expire, die, then what happens to them clothes and nice cars and that house and the family be fighting over it? <laughs> Not going to go there. You know, but let me tell you the five types of wages. There's the minimum wage. That's the lowest. That's what you get paid an hour. The lowest an employer can pay an employee for work. Are you getting minimum wage by working 
for the enemy. <laughs> Just keep thinking. The gift. But the gift. Eternal life through Jesus Christ. Mm. Second is the living wage. This is the lowest wage at which the wage earned for his and his family can afford. This is your cost of living. Now we can't afford that because it's too expensive. No, we can't. No, uh-uh. we had to put that back because that's over our budget. Cost of living. But look at the cost of eternal life. Look at what we're going to inherit by not working for sin. Okay, moving along. The prevailing wage. This rever- refers to the rate of contractors and vendors. You know, you must offer the employees when doing business with a government agency. So you got a contract with the government. Like when some of these companies go to war and they, they make bullets and, and, and missiles and stuff, they get a contract with the government, right? So who contract? What are you, who, who are you working for the contracting? Are you contracting out to the devil by sinning? Or are you contracting out to the Lord by doing his work, spreading his gospel, moving along? Now you have the tip wages. This is a, a base wage paid to an employee who receives a, a substantial portion of his or her salary from tips. Hmm. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. So we get the tips of his blessings, of his mercies. It is his merits that we are saved. <laughs> you know, it is his, his goodness and his, and his righteousness that he died for us and, and shed his blood. Moving on, you ain't getting no tips from the devil. Only tips he's going to give you, he's going to give you some tips to make you fall, stumble, fall, do the wrong thing. <laughs> the last one is the fair wage. It's a compilations of companies, practices that leads to sustainable wages. It's a development. One example, the wages that align with the skills necessary of the job being performed. That means if you got good skills, oh man. Basically you can you can tell them what you want. I want to make this amount of money because I am this good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> this is basically this is what you get for a service you provide for the employee or your boss who hires you because they have a need to be fulfilled. And you're getting paid to fulfill that specific need. Now, the gift. I shouldn't have to explain this because a gift is a gift. It's something given voluntarily without any payment in return to show favor towards someone you honor or occasion or make a gesture of, a gesture of assistance, the act of giving. Uh, an act of love, compassion, affection. You 
concerned about the person, you're meeting a need. You're showing appreciation. I want to appreciate what this person do, so I'm going to give them a gift. Matter of fact, I'm fond of this person. Friendship. You give a gift because of, of, of you. If guys do that because, oh my God, she's an, I like her. I give a gift. You give a gift because you're emotional. You, you, oh, I, 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 the tenderness you cherish. Let me give this person something. And when you said that you love, when you say that you love someone, you say why? Because their happiness is very important to you. You, you, hey, I love you. Here's a gift. And if you love something or somebody, you behave in a kind of caring way towards them. You like them so much. You do things especially for them that you wouldn't do for no one else. Think about somebody that you love. Think about how you would go that mile for them, but then you have somebody that you won't even go an inch for. <laughs> love. That's why you give a gift. Oh my God. Did I just explain gift or love? They both is like the same thing. But it doesn't matter. Neither one, gift or love. If you have to pay for either, it's not a gift. It's not love. It's fraud. I love you, baby. I need $100. Like me and uh, Keisha and Natalie, we was talking. These are two of my sisters. They're prayer warriors. They're praying sisters. And she said, you know, when you say, I love you, I love you, I love you, not... I love you. I love you. It's like you just love you because it's something attached. I love you because it's a reason. It's not that I love you genuinely. This is I love you because you look good. I love you because you got a lot of money. I love you because you can take care of me. It's a fraud. Not real. Free shouldn't have a price to it. Attached to it. I love you. No, I love you. Like death. Let me tell you about death. Ecclesiastes 3 and 2 says, It's a time to be born and a time to die. Now, let me read you these two verses. First, Hebrews 9, 27, and then 28. Hebrews 9, 27 says, And as it is appointed, appointed unto men once to die, Right? But after this death, the judgment. You heard? The judgment. That's what is attached to death. Judgment. The 28th verse says, So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look eagerly, look eagerly for him, Shall he appear the second time without, right, apart from sin, unto salvation? Mm. Look what's attached to that. Right? Now let's springboard to when Christ said in Matthew 16.24. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, 
Let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Stay with me now. Stay with me now. Don't go nowhere. 2 Timothy 2.11 says, It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. Hmm. 2 Timothy 2.12 says, If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. Ouch. You're going around and say, you know, like like Peter. When Jesus told Peter, you're going to deny me three times. No, no, Lord, I ain't going to do that. No, Lord, I'll die for you. No, I ain't going to do that. When he saw how they was beating the fire out of Jesus, our Savior, he changed his mind. He changed his mind. You know? Now let's bounce to John three sixteen and 17. Now I've been knowing these two scriptures since I was a little boy. I remember we was at a... a a, a, a dinner of, of, of like I think it was like a, a Thanksgiving dinner and and I must have been about maybe seven or eight nine or ten and um and they says somebody bless the table they bless the table my mom grandfather uh, grandmother mother, everybody was there it was, it was a whole bunch of people and they said somebody bless the bless the table they said somebody say a scripture and I raised my hand to say the scripture. And I said, John 316. <laughs> you know, and and looking at it now, it's it's just it was just funny because people their eyes was like, Wow, he knows he know that? Wow. You know, but jumping back now, it's a a, a two scripture love, a romance novel to the saints of God. And it should be read over and over and over again and over and over and over again to show you how much we are truly loved. Right? Come on, let's say it. Say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And I remember when I was a little boy, I was sitting there. Then I said the second one. I was like, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It was like, what? And it was like, James, that's your little boy. That's your boy. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. A romance novel. A two-scripture romance novel. Now, let's go back to Romans 6.23. It says... For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, through the Son of God. Just like John 3.16 when he said, For God so loved the world, wages and death is not love. <laughs> you know, like, how can I put it? Uh, hmm. Uh, okay. It's just like this. You live your whole life, right? 
and you don't live like you're in love with John 3, 16 and 17, the ongoing romance between the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost and you, right? And you just know the words of the scripture. You can recite it front and back. But the scripture don't have life in your heart. It don't take up residence in your heart. Where you house, your heart is where you house a whole bunch of sin. Now you might say, what you talking about Willis? There's no sin in my heart. And then you might think about it and say, well, not that much sin. And the scripture doesn't resonate in you spiritually where you want to, where you need to. Hebrews 12 and 1. Lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth so easily besets us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. You don't work for sin no more. You take the gift of God's eternal life. Now you run a race. It is a race of faith. It is a beautiful race of faith. Yeah, you go through little hurdles, some cracks in the road. You know, you might stumble. You might get to a a, a crossword, a crossroad. You might you don't know which way you got to go. You might get to a wall. You might have to jump over, or you might come to some 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 adversary that might want to fight you. And it's always going to be some, but it's a race, and it's you knowing that eternal life through Jesus Christ. You know, and then after you kick this sin to the curb with the help of the gift of the comforter that the God of our salvation gave to the saints, he gave it to us. Got a comfort, got a Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost says, the Bible said, I will not leave you comfortless. The Holy Ghost will say, no, don't go that way. No, go this way. Holy Ghost will say, no, don't say that. The Holy Ghost will say, don't say nothing at all. Just keep your mouth shut. Holy Ghost might say, no, you need to back up, back up. The Holy Ghost is there to comfort you. The Holy Ghost is there to lead you. <laughs> but the Holy Ghost is only the gift to saints. Sinners can't have this gift. You know why they can't have this gift? They can only have it. They, they can't have it because they're not a part of Jesus Christ. They didn't receive him into this life. You can't have this gift until you confess with that mouth. What? Yeah, Jesus is Lord. Yeah. And believe in your heart, the one with the whole bunch of sin in it. What you talking about? Yep, you. That God raised Jesus from the dead. Really? Yep. And here's the gift. You will be saved. That's it. That's all. Yep. You got to believe. Now, the Passion Translation version says it like this. What is God's living message? 
It is the revelations of faith for salvation, which is the message that we preach. For if you publicly declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will experience salvation. What? Is that it? Yep. And guess what? No fees. No down payment. No credit card payments. No high interest rates. No discounts. And not even no tuition. What do I need tuition for? Why I got to pay tuition? Because when you, in Christ Jesus, you got to study. The Bible says study to show that self-approved. So you have to study. He don't charge you to study. You can just pick up his Bible and read. He's not telling you, well, you can buy, you can pay the down payment and then you can pay in monthly installments. <laughs> No, but then you, you only get what you pay for. You only get what you put in. If you want it, then you will get it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And then you say, what is the pay? How come we don't have to pay? It's because the saints of God, we know this song. You want to hear it? And here it go. No, I'm not going to sing today. The song is, Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Right? When the signs, the sins of the world come to Jesus with the invoice invoices. This is what they did. Come on, man. You got to pay up. Come on, Jesus. You got to pay up, man. <laughs> all my sins and all your sins came to Jesus. You got to pay up. It's time to uh, pay for their sins. You know, that's what Jesus did. He didn't say, I need more time to pay up. Or he didn't say, I need more time. I need to get a loan. You know, or he didn't say, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Give me a, give me a minute. Let me go to my bookie. Let me go to the long loan shop. Let me let me go borrow some some money. Let me go let me go get a fish and and pray and get some money from the fish. No, he said. Or let me go ask my rich auntie or uncle to pay it for me. No, he didn't have to do any of that. When it was time for him to pay up for our sins, this is his gift to the world. This is how he wrapped it. And gave it to us, freeing us from sin. Let's take a moment of silence and praise him in our hearts, recognizing the price. Then open our mouth and say loudly, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is how he paid it. No credit. Straight up Isaiah 53 and 6. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That's how he paid it. Thank you, Jesus. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. 
I'm not doing that for him. No, he didn't open his mouth. I'm not doing, they don't, they, man, they're going to reject me. I'm not. No, he opened out his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. Isaiah 53, 6, 6, 7. And I'm going to continue reading, right? And I think you need to read this and, and see how much he loved you. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgressions of my people. Thank you, Lord. You need to give God all the praise. Ninth verse says, And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Tenth verse, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him, to crush him. He has put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. That's how he paid it. And the invoices started coming in. All right, Jesus, it's time to pay up. I got to pay for the sins. And all the sin was on his back. And he had to drink from the cup of sin. And all of that was on him. He paid for it with the offering of his life. He shall see his seed. This is God the Father. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Other words, God's plan will deeply prosper through Jesus Christ, the anointed king, undisputed champion of the world. He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied by his knowledge. Shall my righteousness servant justify many for he shall bear their iniquities. Jesus paid it all. I almost started to sing. Jesus paid it all. He paid it all. Paid our price for sin. So we wouldn't have to. Now, now you know, I like to imagine. Imagine us trying to pay for our sins. <laughs> Let's imagine. Bill Clinton. Yeah, who is it? This is sin. You got to pay your bill. You got to pay for your sin bill. Um, my credit card is maxed out. Can I? Uh, can you? Can I? Can I pay for it next week? Or next month? <laughs> or, or I have a check. You take personal checks. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. I'm waiting for a loan. I'm taking a loan with my credit union. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for a loan. I, I, I just put in for a loan on my job and, and I got to wait. I got to wait a month. So I'll get, I'll call you back in, 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 in a, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks. Okay. And I'll let you know. Well, we started, start selling things of value to get cash to pay for our sins. And we, we really and we realize that the stuff that we have that we thought that was of value when we try to sell it or pawn it 
it's not worth as much as what he thought. <laughs> oh no, oh no, oh no. The only way our sins were paid up was by the ultimate unblemished sacrifice blood of the Son of God. Now let's go back to Hebrews. Hebrews 9th chapter, 11th verse. And it says, But Christ being come a high priest, priest of good things to come, by a greater or more perfect tabernacle, not made with hand, that is to say, not of this building, 12 verse says, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Wow. 13 verse says, for if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh. Now hear this awesome. Hear this awesome verse. Hear this. This is awesome. How much more, 14 verse, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purged your conscience from dead works, to serve the living God. That's what it says. Let me read it again. The 14 verses. says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purged your conscience from dead works to serving the living God. 15 verses. And for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death for the redemption of the transgression that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Did you just hear that? I'm not going to read it again. I want you to read it. That's Hebrews 9.15. Go check it out for yourself. Right? Now, we're going to jump down to 22nd verse. You ready? 22nd verse. This is the, the uh, accumulation of it all. This is it. This is it. This is how it was paid. Get your praise ready, your praise dance. Get ready to throw them hands up in the air. Get ready to, to, to just tell somebody. Matter of fact, tell anybody, tell everybody. That verse 22 says, 22 says, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission, forgiveness of sin. <laughs> so, here we go again. Jesus paid it all. Sing it. Sing it. He paid it all. Right? Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. You cannot be forgiven without Jesus, the sacrificial lamb, pay, paying the price, shedding his blood on Calvary. You can't afford to pay for your sins. It's too expensive. It'll cost you your life. 
And then what happens? By you paying for your life, you will be lost. Like the Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Let the Redeemer pay off all your sin tabs. Because you know, once you, once you was born, you ran, you running up a tab. Sin tab. Yeah, put it on my tab. Yeah, oh, okay, I said, yeah, put that on back. Yeah, put that on my tab. You know, adultery, yeah, put that on my tab. Fornication, put that on my tab. All of that is on your tab. You know? <laughs> Disobedience, put that on my tab. Not obeying the law, the Ten Commandments, put that on my tab. <laughs> you know? Hatred, put that on my tab. Murder, put that on my tab. All that stuff. Sin, put that on my tab. And it's been adding up since. <laughs> it's been adding up since. <laughs> oh, man. And you might think you've done so many things that's unforgivable. <sighs> no, no, Jesus paid it all. And he paid off our sins with his precious life. He's rich at giving gifts of eternal life. Let him pay off your sins. Let him pay off all your sins. Let him pay and begin the start of a romantic John 3.16 romance where he looks at you no matter what situation you're in and he says I love you I love you everlasting everlastingly I love you this is what Jesus is saying to us all I love you you don't have to work for sin no more. I love you. Let me into your heart. Let me embrace you with my everlasting arms because I love you. That's all he's going to say. I love you. I love you. I love you. Jesus is all about love. And when you all about love, you want to help somebody, you want to save somebody, you want to do whatever's best for their interest, whatever you need, I got it, I love you, I love you, don't worry about the course, I did it because I, I love you, we talk about the payback, the payback later, I love you, just give me your heart, that's all, Wow, you love me that much? All I need is a, to give you is a heart? Wow. And it's not that, the type of, give me the heart. I pay for you, give me the heart. No, it's you, you, you want to give him your heart. You, you want to let him into your house. You want to let him into your life. You want to give him and have rule over your heart because he loves you. 
And then you start looking at what he saves you from. The wages of sin. His death. Look at the tab. Look at your tab. Look at your, your sin tab. Look at it again. You can't pay for one of them. And you're listening, you're going to have to tally up your tab. And Jesus says, yeah, I got it. I got it. Give it here. Give it here. Imagine sitting at, you're sitting at a, a, at a bar and he's like, yo, you got to pay your tab. And you ain't got the money to pay the tab. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to whoop your butt. And then you're just walking down the street. And sin says, you got to pay the tab. And death is sitting there. If you don't pay the tab, death is going to take you. Death is the, is the, is the strong arm. <laughs> sin and death, they work together. They rolled, they rolled together. Yo. Yo, death, he ain't paying his tab. Yo, get him. Wages of sin is death. But then Jesus steps and says, oh, ho, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, death. Uh-uh. You back up off of my child. Back up off of him. You know, sin, you get out of here. Here, take the money and get out of here. I got him. I was wounded for his transgressions. I was bruised for his iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon me and with my stripes I healed him from sin and death sickness and pain I got that mm -mm, get off of him I love you I said, oh wow you just stepped in I was about to get spiritually murdered no I got you I love you don't worry about the course and guess what? I, I love you and I'm I'm going to I'm gonna go, I'm gonna leave you right now, but I but but I'm always there with you. I'll never leave you but but forsake you. Never leave you nor forsake you. But I'm going to go prepare a place for you. Trust me. Let me love you. I love you. Let us pray. Those who don't know the Lord, let him love you. Let him pay your price because if he don't, if he don't pay that price, the wages of sin is going to weigh you down and the wages of sin is going to kill you. So the Bible say, wages of sin is death. Let Jesus give you that gift of eternal life. It's a gift. Somebody comes and you owe, you owe a, a, a substantial amount of credit card bills and you can't get from behind them and it's like, oh man, you ain't gonna never, I ain't gonna never get ahead. And somebody comes along and they say, yeah, give it to me, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it. And wipe your slate clean. What you gonna do? You gonna say, thank you. Oh my God, thank you. This is what Jesus did to you, for you. He took all your sins, put it on his back. Wipe your sin slate clean. Wiped it clean. 
folks, Lord, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, I messed up. Lord, forgive me. I got you. Don't worry about it. Clean. Really? Yes. But I didn't mean to get, I didn't mean to get mad at him. And I said some things, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> Clean. Now just go to that person and ask them to forgive you. But I, 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 I was doing something and I knew it wasn't, Lord, forgive me. Clean. Got you. I paid it. It's paid. You sure? Yep, it's paid. Why would you do that? Because I love you. Let's pray. Give your life to the Lord. Let him pay for your sins because he loves you. Father, we thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. I ask you, Lord Jesus, just to continue to work on those who don't know you, those who, who need you in their life, those who need you to pay it all, those who think that they did so much wrong, they did so much sin, they did so much dirt that they can't be forgiven. Father, you ease up into them. You ease up to them and you let them know, I got you, I love you. You don't yell at I love you, I love you. Let them know, give them that peace of somebody loving them. Give them that peace to say, oh my God, I really feel warmth, the warmth and love from you. Then Father, you give them that peace of the promise after life. Peace of a promise, inherited, eternal inheritance that you can be with the person that you love forever and ever and ever. So, Father, we ask you, Lord Jesus, just to continue, Lord Jesus, to work on those. And, Lord, us, the saints of God, keep us encouraged. So much going on in this world. So much happening. It's so much that the world is, that the enemy is, is doing in the world. So much to focus on, to get our focus off of you, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord Jesus, to continue to be locked and loaded onto your promises. Be locked and loaded on your return. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be like that servant when the master comes home and finds him working, Lord Jesus. Not slacking off, but to find him working. Help us to fight that good fight of faith and to continue running this race. Help us, Lord Jesus, just to know that this light affliction is nothing compared to when we see you. Father, we just thank you. And we just give your name all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory is yours, Father. We thank you, and we just give your name all the praise, honor, and glory is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb III, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Follow me at Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash planting the seeds. And you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at planting the seeds. And you can also drop me a line at www.plantingtheseeds.com. That's planting the seeds with a Z, S-E-E-D. Z also, also, I want y'all to join me. 
Join me every Tuesday at 8 p.m. This is the Bible chat where we get and we talk about the Word of God. We sit there, we dissect it. You, you, you tell me what you think the Word of God is saying to you, and I tell you what I think the Word of God is saying to you. We're all family. We're going to come sit at the table and, and feed off of God's Word. This is every Tuesday at 8 p.m., right? And every Friday night, Thursday and Friday night on the same line, I'm going to give you the number, 8 p.m., Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, right? Join us. We're family. We have my brother Darren. He's going to get up in there, and he's going to preach the word. He's going to, we're going to have victory. We're going to have a, 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 a prayer line where you can sit there, bring your, your prayers, your need, and we can pray. So join us. Don't be scared. Join us, right? Every Tuesday, every Thursday, and every Friday. Tuesday is the Bible chat. Thursday and Friday is the victory line in Jesus' name. The number is 667-770-1557. And the access code is 593-438. Also, at 5 a.m., Monday to Friday, Monday and Friday, Zoom call 379-598-0473 and the password is 984-917 right you can put your put the no video on and just join us 5 in the morning <laughs> right and then 6 to 6:30 Monday only Monday and Friday right Zoom call 946-2492-1222. 946-2492-1222. And the password is 499-567. Come join us. Put your phone on no video and just pray with us. We love you. More power in prayer. We love to pray. We love when you join us, right? And... Have a wonderful day in the hands of the Lord. And also, always remember this. Ephesians 6.10 Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord in the power of His might. Not yours, His might. You're not strong enough.